The video for this song looks like what Ja Rule and his little buddy wanted Firefest to be, but it <laughs> <It's>, wasn't. <laughs> it's so true. What's Jermaine Dupri up to these days? He's like a, he was like a low rent Southern Puff Daddy for a long time. <laughs> All I know was is there's he? a lot of people wearing goggles in this video, which yeah. is very yeah. 2001. Yeah, there was a lot of like compl- complicated eyewear. I always feel <laughs> yeah. bad for Jagged Edge because I always feel like they wanted to be more like rappers, but because they are R and B singers, they didn't get to have any fun. They had to sing about how they wanted to get married. Yeah. This I which just I kinda, get married. I love that song too. <laughs> this was during that era too, where with Nelly's Band Aid phase. Yeah, which was just a weird thing. He doesn't still have that Band Aid. I don't think so. Oh, rip that Band Aid in more ways than one. <laughs> Anyways, it's your favorite podcast, Girly Mags. I wouldn't be so bold to say that. It's <laughs> well, a if you're listening, you're listening to. it probably is. In case you're a goddamn noob, every episode we flick through a magazine from those awkward teen years, pick apart the mortifying moments, revisit those pressing period questions, and reminisce on the celeb gossip of the 90s and 2000s. Also, if you are a noob, welcome. Yeah, let's not shame our new (laughs) listeners where we want. So I have this thing called a memory box that I started keeping around the early... Oh, hi, I'm Andrea Johns. (laughs) Uh, And so I have this thing called a memory box I started keeping in the early 2000s. It's decorated with all these like emo flyers and like... uh, scrapbooking shit from Joanne and I threw a bunch of shit in there like poems notes that boys wrote me and girls too friends uh, like photo booth pictures whatever flyers from shit I went to and then so you can kind of think of it as a time capsule but I didn't bury it so I don't know if that Mm -hmm. counts so I started going through it and I was like looking and then I, all I could find was pictures of my horrible sperm eyebrows that look like Clara Bow's <laughs> from early 2000s, you know? So I was like, oh, I'm going to put this away. But I did find a, a notebook slash poetry book that I wrote in this time, 2001. And the front of it says, The Girl's Republic, Poems and Other Ramblings of a Teenage Psycho. Cover up the magazines, So I'm so embarrassed to you right now. <laughs> and so I have a poem here that I'm going to I'm gonna read out. I love it already. Uh, it's so fucking cringy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. I was like... You have so many poems. I know. It's true. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready? So ready. Okay. Oh, I've never been more ready. A mere glance of you sends a thousand dizzying thoughts running through my head. Feelings kept inside and words left unsaid. Your untouchable beauty entrances me, and I can't see anything but the layer of radiance around you. So beautiful you glow. Time stands still as I drown in the depths of your eyes. You make me feel alive. I wish you were mine. You're a drug, the sweetest perfection of any kind, which I stole from a Deftones lyric, by the way. Uh, I crave your taste. Your kiss was a bullet in disguise. Shot me while I was blinded by your eyes, a wound still open, bleeding dry. Every time you smile, the, word ter- the world turns upside down and I lose myself in your piercing eyes. I wish I could tell you that I'm crying, dying inside. I wish you knew, wish you were mine. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, okay, kids. Uh, what do we think of this poem that we just read? That's my, that's my Robin Williams uh, Dead Poet Society. Oh my God. Impression. It's not much. We don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race. And the human race is filled with passion. Not, not a lot of meat there. So anyway. I love how you I love how the book is just like your binder or whatever is just like 
what is it ramblings from a psycho yeah, that's not psycho. i mean like that's more like your that poem is like an incel poem <laughs> i mean critically she completely abandoned her rhyme scheme after the first yeah. stanza it was a letter to somebody rhymes and then but in fairness she's a rebel so. yeah, oh, yeah right. she's a teenage psycho clearly although for a teenage psycho like your penmanship yeah you're in person is pretty good thanks i took oh. a calligraphy class in high yeah. school it's like that those cheating poems were just by breaking up the sentences all of a sudden it's a poem yeah breaking them up in weird points i love that also that you're like a psycho that took calligraphy class which i think is adorable that's some serial killer shit. oh boy you're so lucky some kind of famous poet that i don't know any famous modern poets that i could totally slam who does that but i'm an idiot who doesn't know things so anyways we have a very special guest joining us at the table today go ahead and introduce yourself boy for my poem hey <laughs> sorry i'd be the mysterious voice who's also talking yeah. up to this point uh, my name is Brianna Templeton. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm a writer and actor here in Toronto, and I'm in a sketch comedy duo called the Templeton Philharmonic. Oh, and if you guys are audiophiles and like listening to podcasts and some such, which presumably you do, we have um, an audio series on Audible called None of Our Business, which is actually Noob for short. So there you go. Awesome. It's on theme. Oh. What yeah. do you guys talk about? Things uh, that aren't our business. Yeah, it's all about uh, eavesdropping and we interview Ooh. a guest about something weird that they've eavesdropped on in the past and then we write a sketch about it. We've had a lot of really fun guests like uh, Reggie Watts is one of our guests. Oh, cool. Uh, Colonel Chris Hadfield, like the astronaut. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Space what one. Is, what is he like? Did he overhear some aliens <laughs> outside? Eavesdropping on aliens? And well, they were like, fuck off with the acoustic guitar there's no campfire <laughs> well actually we talked to, to him about like okay so he's dropping in space like is there anything and he was saying that apparently in space uh instead of no one can hear you scream everyone is listening to you all the time on capcom because wow. it has to be recorded so like all these stressful things can happen but like you're not allowed to swear so that's what? Sounds that sounds like some straight I would censorship. be fucked <laughs> chris hatfield biopic in space Anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> and we also have... My name is Dee Mortimer, and I'm fresh off a her- like horrendous period. I <laughs> just had a really bad one this month. Aww. <laughs> yeah, so everyone's so favorite time of the month. It's a miracle I'm here right now. <laughs> <laughs> and... Hey, my name is James Holler, and uh, I would like to talk about gender roles for a second. It's all well and good to be like, I'm anti-gender roles, until it comes time that there's a clog in the toilet, it overflows on the ground, and then it's like, oh, let's get old James to clean it up, even though he had nothing to do with it. That was my, that was my fault. I've, I've been very constipated recently, and uh, uh, I, I did overflow the toilet. I'll admit, it was me. Well, it okay. was you and our other roommate who really put the pin, who pulled the pin on the grenade. I just continually, <laughs> it's not going down. How about I flush eight times? Yeah. No. Exactly. One flush, one flush, and then if it's not going down, the plunger Thank comes you. out. We have two plungers. <laughs> one for guests. And James. <laughs> Uh, also, she refused to change a light bulb today. How many Andrews does it take to choose a light bulb? Don't know. Infinite because she refuses to change them. Yeah. Gender roles are perfect when it, when James is around. I'm like, you know what? Can you take out the garbage, change a light bulb, yeah. punch the toilet? I'm all for feminism and equality except when it comes to cleaning up shit off the ground. I think this has nothing to do with my gender. If I was a woman, you would do the same thing. Yeah, I'm bossy. Me. If the cat could do it, I'd ask him too. Uh, question about this light bulb. Was it up high? <laughs> 
Because if you're taller, wasn't that a pie? Uh. It was. It was definitely reachable. I mean, I changed Mosey's light bulbs. Oh, I thought you said was it a pie? I thought he, I That's thought you said was it a pie too. Thought. And then I used my brain to go through it for a second. Then yeah. I <laughs> well, that's a, there's a first time for everything, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. All right, so it's time for This Month in History, where we let give you some context about what was going on at the time this magazine came out. This Which, is... Sorry, we forgot to mention the magazine. It is the November 2001 issue of 17 with the charmed witchy sisters on the front. Who we won't yeah. be talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, their article was kind of boring. Yeah, it was just boring. All right, so what happened in November 2001... I was assigned this month in history, and of course, not much is happening because America, no, the world, is still reeling from the horrible injustices of the previous month. Guys, when I wrote this, I forgot October was a thing. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot this thing is October. I'm, of course, referring to... The wedding of Jennifer Lopez to dancer choreographer Chris I Judd. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were going to say something other than what actually happened in September that That's mattered. Chris without an H because of course it is. Was that her backup dancer that she married? He was. So I Googled him to see what he's up to now. And I saw this headline from OK Magazine, which I like the name of that magazine because they're not, you know, pushing it. No. It's OK Magazine. We're OK. Don't get your hopes up. There might be an exclamation mark in there, but. <laughs> that, OK. That is, that's the. Oh, I see. Like. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> magazine. Oh, anyways, that was a good detour. So here's the headline from OK Magazine. Ouch, Chris Judd slams ex-wife Jennifer Lopez. And click on that. And what horrible secrets does he reveal? What hot bars does he have for Jennifer Lopez after all this time? What hot what? Bars. Bars? What, how is, what flame is he spitting? Oh, like <laughs> Barbs. It's hip hop term bars, like like oh, rap bars. When oh, you insult bars. Jesus Christ! I'm white. Um, so, what kind of hot fire does he have for his ex? Well, Chris, fifty, smoke, spoke to Two Fab on who cares over whether he keeps in touch with his former flame. Here's what he had to say: the slam, man. I'm so far removed from her. I have, gosh, you know. I just wish her the best. <laughs> Take that, J-Lo! <laughs> He's clearly not over <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> On November 29th, George Harrison, for, uh, English pop star and Beatle, dies of lung cancer at 58. Aww. Rip. Aww. Okay, boomer. <laughs> uh, in movies, the Oscar winner for Best Everything came out, Black Knight, featuring Martin Lawrence. And the animated feature is Monster Inc. and Life is a House. Black Black Knight? Black Knight. The movie where... Uh, oh, sorry. Do you need a... Yeah, I'm sorry. You might need the context. As I recall, Martin Lawrence accidentally somehow goes back in time to the Middle Ages <laughs> and is like in That's England and he's a knight terrible. who is black. And he shows <laughs> okay. them like how to make fire, I guess. And they're like... Ooh. Repeat D's comment from Here's earlier. the thing. I'm you so let into white. that being like, it won the Oscar for everything. And then you're just like some random... That was a hilarious joke because it's a bad yeah. movie. I'm white. All right. Also this month, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone came out. I saw that in the theater. The first film adaptation of the books by J.K. Rowling. I have a confession to make. I've never seen a Harry Potter That's because you're a fucking muggle. Get the fuck out. <laughs> She's a fucking Fuck muggle. There's nothing she can do about it. Have you read them? At least? Yeah. No. She's, yeah. she's read them and she just refuses to see the edge because she's a purist. I went to go see that movie in the theater on the opening day. I went to the Harry Potter store the other day to get a gift for someone and I'm like, this is pretty cool. Maybe I should watch the movie. You could yeah. just go straight to Universal Studios and like have the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beer and all of that. a lifetime. 
I'll fix you. It's, it's okay. the first movie. So imagine this is a world, readers, where no one knows how the saga of the boy who lived ends. Yeah. And no one knows that Dumbledore is gay or that Hagrid likes to be choked during sex. <laughs> All that J.K. Rowling revealed to us later on. There's a fanfic out there where Hagrid is in a romantic relationship with the like squid in the pond. <laughs> oh, I thought he was fucking that like giant he kept, that like half naked giant. That too. Giant. There's that too. You guys he always was a- nerd out over Harry Potter and not just regular nerd, like sex nerd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fully. I fully, and I own that. I own every part of that. I've been in <laughs> fandom for 25 years, so I fully own it. All right. In music on November 6th, Britney Spears released her third album, Britney. Was it that the- number one? Slave for you, right? Well, there's actually an ad for this album in the Seventeen magazine, I think, and they were advertising three different singles, where I was like, that's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) High expectations. Uh, There was I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman. Uh, I know. I love rock and roll. Uh, So no. Uh, I know, right? Uh, I'm a slave for you. Uh, Boys anticipating and overprotected, which I do not remember. And then I think, or maybe you just said it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm a girl, not yet a woman. It's a very grammatically confusing song. I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. (laughs) (laughs) On November 7th, there was the 35th Country Music Association Awards. Yep. Uh, Breaking news, white people win again. (laughs) Who's the the number one winner? Garth Brooks or something? I don't know. I didn't even look it up. Just (laughs) Blake Shelton, let's say. Faith Hill. Tim McGraw, we're going to say. Faith Hill. Yeah. Phil McGraw. Are they related? I don't know. Ask Dr. Phil. Uh, All right. Jay-Z released The Blueprint. Fabulous released Ghetto Fabulous. Mariah Carey released Glitter. That was a great album. The Moldy Peaches released the self-titled album. And in the second worst attack on America this year, (laughs) the debut album by Nickelback came out. (laughs) And that's the month. Oh, boy. This is how you remind me of what I really am. This is how you remind me of what I really am. It's not like you say sorry. Boy, I'm going to make you love me. You want me, and I'ma give you some attention tonight. Missy Elliott makes everything better. Her everything. videos are fucking sick. All of her videos are. Can you amazing. think of any other song before then that talked about guys not lasting long during sex? Uh, short dick man, but that's more. That's, like, that was, that was more short. That was endowment. Different but, problem. Don't want no short dick man. You do that very well. I need to do that song at karaoke. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to make a recommendation for Missy Elliott um, on Instagram because she writes a lot of like inspirational things with like amazing nails, like in a Sharpie being like, believe in yourself. You could do anything. Oh, I love her so much. She really loves fedoras at this period too. This seems like a response to the years of men telling them and women in songs they'd make love to them all night long. They said unrealistic (laughs) expectations. This comes up in every fucking episode. James, you got some hidden agenda. But uh, her new video, all of her videos are just like a fucking dream to watch. I love her so much. I know. I'm so glad she's back. Yeah. Uh, We are on the Traumarama segment where... Readers write in their most embarrassing moments. 
Yeah, so this uh, edition of Seventeen Magazine is an extra special embarrassing moment because they chose this kind of strange editorial decision of talking only about like pee-related <laughs> golden <laughs> showers. <laughs> Water yeah. sports. But yeah. you can see that the poor like graphic design team tried to still make it like cool for teens. So there's all these like line drawings of like, I don't know, here I am looking cute, but like, oh, I peed. <laughs> like there's one that's like a girl with like heels on a toilet. I don't yeah. Know. And her ass is going into the toilet. She just looks like that's she's not at a 90 degree angle. Yeah. Have you ever like, well, it's mostly because people like him leave the toilet seat up and people. I go in blindly true. without my glasses on. I'm really good about not leaving the toilet seat up, aren't uh-huh. I? I'm really good. And then you and then you like don't oh, look. Wait, sorry. This down. is Andrea's bad '90s stand-up corner. Also, talk about this, men who leave the toilet seat up some more. If this week has taught us anything, Andrea, it's that you never start a sentence off with "you people." <laughs> you will get canceled True. immediately. I'm canceled. Sorry. Even yeah. by insincere right-wing men who are like, "Oh, you now you could call white guys you people." What's yes. with that? If you, you can always call them yourselves. that. If you Americans don't know, we're talking about this asshole Canadian hockey commentator Don Cherry got fired and then there was a response and a backlash from another white woman calling them you boys. boys? No, she called them white, white boys. White which boys. I take offense at only because that's absolving yourself of your own uh you know Anyways, whiteness. let's take a pee on this. And <laughs> yeah, why'd you bring that up if we're not gonna tackle it? Let's not even if we're not gonna or Americans if we're not don't gonna vacuum sack it <laughs> Um Jesus Christ. Would you like me to read an embarrassing yes, related <laughs> moment? Okay. Good Go save. You're down. All right. So this one has kind of inspired a new phobia in me. So <laughs> get ready. It's called Flushed uh-huh. uh, is the headline. Dear 17. Doesn't start that way, but shit. Um, <laughs> I'd just used the toilet of the movie theater bathroom when I felt something yank me back towards the porcelain. That's really funny because she says, I've just, like, I imagine her like writing this on the toilet paper <laughs> while it's happening. <laughs> Ghoulies. Just get ready. She then writes, I plummeted as my favorite long skirt was sucked down the bowl. (laughs) No No. way. It can happen. It's 2001. She's probably wearing like a heavy long denim skirt. Yeah, she just sat on. Look, she peed through the skirt? No, it It, fell. It trailed down into the toilet. So she she stood up up after she peed, then flushed. Yeah. Yeah. I I just want to get get all the facts, ma'am. Well, you don't want (laughs) splashbacks. You don't want to flush while you're on a. True. She was probably wearing one of those. uh, So she's wearing her wedding dress. She gets up. Does like some weird reverse flush without looking. (laughs) So what happens? So uh, she says, I plummeted as my plummeted. Wow. As my favorite long skirt was sucked down the bowl. My friend ran to get help and the janitor ended up chopping the bottom of my skirt off. (laughs) Holy shit. Thankfully, the screening room was still dark, so nobody saw my new fashion statement until the lights came on and it was time to head home. Oh, all right. <laughs> Fake news. I want you writing in to be like, this is a hilarious moment. They would never. How much suction does this toilet have? Also, Are you on an airplane bathroom? 
Also, why would you stay to watch the movie? I, I feel like I have secondhand trauma from How this story. long like, is this skirt? Okay, it's got like a long train, like a middle e- middle ages lady, and it, you like walk, and it slowly sucks it up. Like in the two thousands, they had those weird asymmetrical like yeah. layered. Br- I don't want to say broom skirts, but they were like that, or those peasant skirts with like that- tears. Yeah, they had like yeah. It was like tears. this weird hippie chic. Do you like, know how thing. deep it would have to go down the toilet for you not to be able to pull it out it's yourself? Movie theater toilet. They got all kinds of shit. <laughs> oh, it's some high tech movie <laughs> yeah. theater toilet. First of all, you can lose a lot of stuff down the toilet from that section. And second of all, this whole embarrassing moment is why I am glad I have a fat ass because literally <laughs> nothing is making it into that toilet but whatever I want to have going into this toilet. No, but she's standing up. That's the only way it makes sense. Although she was peeing through her. Not skirt. in the picture. <laughs> well, it's a, it's. Yeah, I don't me, know. Let me oh, that wait a minute. What if she bustled up? Like she just pulled it up around her waist and didn't notice in the back it's all going down the toilet. This still doesn't make sense. There's a seat in the way. How do you think we go to the bathroom in long skirts? <laughs> I don't know. Is, like, do you think there's a hatch at the back that we like unbutton? I would like assume those, little, those those onesies for Christmas. Of course we hike it up to our waist. Okay, but we you go. have to sit on it and get it underneath you to be I able to get no, it down the toilet. Way, because when I have worn uh, like a long shawl type Y'all shitting thing. on your skirts? Uh, Y'all doing a lot of shitting on your skirts? No, no. On a long shawl, I've definitely been like, oh, the bottom's wet when I got out. So it definitely dipped into the toilet. Uh, I One time around the 2001 era, I guess, maybe a little <laughs> earlier, I wore like overalls where it was like, cool. And you're yeah. supposed to wear them down anyway. With anyway, one strap off? And one of the straps fell in the toilet. Luckily, just like toilet water. But then I was like, oh no. Yeah. I should have written into like YM or something about it. Yeah. yeah. What do I do? I've been eating toilet paper and living in this toilet for like seven months waiting for you to respond. Someone's in here. This is another example of things James doesn't understand about how women, what women do in the bathroom. I still don't understand how it could physically. Okay, you're hiking up your skirt. All right, I'm just going to There's go a put toilet seat in the way. The how is it getting underneath him. your but to the point where it goes underneath past your butt, past your vagina, into the toilet. Depending past on your, your butt. vagina. Your vagina is in front of your butt. You know that, right? Yeah. No, I'm saying you're sitting, <laughs> you're sitting on it. So it has to go past your butt. You're not sitting on the skirt. You, you pull it up. No, but to get it to go into the toilet. And well, to maybe have oh. pulling it up. You'd have it, to be sitting on it and have to go all the way well, past it depends, into the toilet. Well, it depends on your body shape. If you like have a flat ass or if you are really like, incredibly tiny yeah, and, you're sitting, and you're sitting like towards the front of the toilet, maybe it could fall in. All right, it's time to get a long skirt and do some <laughs> Mythbusters in our own toilet. But I'm glad that this had a really heated discussion because I've also been thinking about it a lot since I read this story. Um, um, I wish my toilet had that kind of suction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah really. I wouldn't have to be mopping shit up off the floor. <laughs> How does one become a janitor? Should I read another one? Sure. There's a couple to sure choose you from. Are. Yeah, go for it. Um, do you want one that's period related? Yes. It's kind of a <laughs> deviation from the urine only. Which yes. period? Edwardian? Okay. <laughs> Answer coming soon. So this one is called... Suck it up. <laughs> I love it already. There's a lot of suction going on. Okay. <laughs> it's a theme. Dear 17, I was at my friend's party when I had to change tampons. Uh-oh. Already embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> the garbage was full, so I wrapped up the used one, tucked it into my purse, 
and went to get some punch. Oh, no. (laughs) That's when my toxic trash slipped out and into the punch bowl. Oh All right. What? Stop. The fuck? One, stop your self-hatred. Don't call it toxic. I know. <laughs> Unless you had it in for a very long time and you were in danger of TSS. There yes. You go. It's toxic Excellent to you. point. One of my ma- major fears of the 2000s. Yes. Totally. So she then writes, oh, ellipsis, my ellipsis, God, exclamation point. <laughs> it bloomed like a rose. Like a rain to a kiss from a and sucked up half the punch. <laughs> okay, no, it didn't, but continue. Yeah. And then her takeaway it's from this... It's already gorged with blood. Yeah. Her takeaway from this is, I never use that ridiculous purse again. <laughs> oh, that's the lesson. There's no way you're, you're the tampon, the used tampon, could soak with that much punch because it's already soaked up with blood and uterine. Exactly. Matter. I have to say... I have to By the way, you stepped on me saying uterine matter. <laughs> it's uterine. I ha- but continue. <laughs> I have accidentally had a tampon like fall out into the toilet and it was it immediately just expanded yeah water so i like one of those those pills they're the the dinosaurs oh my god (laughs) i've seen it happen so i'm not gonna say that she's totally far off I believe her. I don't believe that it would suck up half the punch. Yeah, though. I don't know how much punch is in the Also, bowl. it's not toxic. Love your body. Ring that thing out and drink some punch. There's nothing toxic about it. But if you're carrying, like, if you're carrying around it. <laughs> that was still it, disgusting what I said. Yeah, when you're carrying around, like, a used tampon in your purse, were you shaking your purse over the punch bowl? Well, maybe it's a really weird 2000s purse. It's got lots of scoop yeah, patterns and And it zippers. was a real, like, tiny purse. Uh, like era, which is now starting to come back with like Gigi Hadid and her like yeah. tiny weird little yeah. purse. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was one of those purses that was like higher like a up, clutch. so she leaned over to get stuff out of the punch bowl, and then her tampon fell. Out. And her it was maybe. her thing was already full with her gigantic disc man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. this is why I use a diva cup because if it fell out. It would just like... Free shot glass. Free shot glass. <laughs> you stepped on my joke. Damn it. Oh, I'm sorry. And you know, like the punch is probably already red. Exactly. exactly. No, extra iron content tastes like pennies. Who exactly. <laughs> exactly. Every time it rains, it rains. Pennies from heaven. But you guys were mentioning that like, oh, like the the dinosaur like sponge thing. Yeah. I think that's a new like product crossover. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. Tampons, Tampons like would dinosaur. be so much funner if they looked like raptors. But they grew yeah. it and make it like a rose or some shit, you know? I think you could. No, I want a raptor. You promised me a dinosaur. I want a cactus. <laughs> Everybody pick your favorite cactus tampon would be good. I want it to turn into a blooming onion. <laughs> I want it to be, you know what? I take back the raptor part. I want it to look like Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> This song was fucking scandalous when it came out. Everybody was like, oh my God, thongs! 
Also, Cisco has an incredible voice. I was just about to say that. You think he can handle it? Like, if he's singing at karaoke? Yeah. And he's like, let me see he gets, that dog, baby. Yeah, he has the best you. vocal runs in this song, it's man. It's so passionate. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, not to like. I was like, just, you can't even really fault him. I'm like, if you can sing like that about thongs, I'll give that I to like, you. I, I love you. Drew Hill so much I that I was kind of thongs. disappointed by <laughs> his solo run because, I don't know, it wasn't that substantial. Yeah. He should have been more famous. He yeah. should have kept it going longer. Absolutely. It's just different bad producer choices, bad song yeah. choices. Also, that video fully starts with him having a conversation with his daughter, which I'm like, <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, So this is part of 17's Body and Soul section. where Body people- and Soul? Body and soul slash sex and body. So I guess it can incorporate all all of the various bodies. Uh, (laughs) Celestial bodies. Yeah, the (laughs) celestial bodies. So there's all kinds of fun questions in here. There's one about if letting a guy massage your boobs will make them bigger. Uh, yes. <laughs> I wonder who started that rumor. They fully and the advice they fully give was just like, did your boyfriend tell you yeah. that was true? <laughs> also, I mean, if you're at the boob touching stage, it's it's just like it's great, but it's like I don't want to be there all day just being like mama mama mama, massaging all day to hope her boobs get bigger, treating it like knobs, just like really just rubbing it, just like really like getting you're in there. The stove going yeah. around. Full disclosure, I am not. I do not find like breast play like exciting. Me it neither. Now you tell me. I've been wasting so much time. <laughs> it does absolutely nothing. Does for nothing. Me. For I know me. everyone's different. Oh, but huh. I was in I was in bed with somebody and she squeezed my she twisted my nipple and I punched her in the <laughs> purple face. Purple. It was like I accident. I didn't mean to punch her in the face, but I'm like that fucking hurts. Right. Let's make this as uncomfortable as possible. Brianna, how do you feel about getting them titties rubbed? No, I, you know what? I get like uh, no feeling out of it. I get like I don't. It's it does nothing for me. You know, there are some people who are I would say blessed with super sensitive nipples. Yep. Where I'm jealous. I'm not. Yes, we Sorry, sorry. Oh my god. But I think it's because uh, well, it would have been after 2001 because we're talking about that era. But I got hit in the boob area mm-hmm. by uh like a roman candle like oh a fire so my you're the boobs. sunken chest that they're talking about <laughs> <laughs> so luckily i because of the style at the time i was like i'll wear like five shirts at once like a tank top oh, over yeah. this long sleeve shirt for some reason anyway good thing i did yeah some added padding yes but i still had some like shrapnel and stuff anyway it ended oh up being fine God. Yeah, my nipples survived, but yeah. I wonder if I'm like maybe they're not as sensitive because no, you're not you're not alone that. in this boat. No, I, I now I'm just worried. I'm wondering if your boob has like a cartoon like black mark, like a like a like a li- li- show li- us. <laughs> um, oh god, this is like going down a dangerous. <laughs> yeah, so slow. <gasps> I worked with a girl who used to volunteer at a zoo, and she almost got her boob ripped off by a monkey. What? That she she said he was a very nice monkey. She never had any problems with him before. She used to carry him around and like do all kinds of stuff. And then yeah, one day he just went fucking wild. Monkeys are horny. Like monkeys. They will one, they're violent and they're horny. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're like all men. I don't know. Um violent and horny. Don't have that please don't have that be your just like general expectation. Uh, so yeah, they're talking about all kinds of shit here. Um, I once dated a girl who, for reasons she never explained to me, which I didn't want to get into because uh, she just did dark history, had one fake, uh, one one uh, silicone implanted boob yeah. for some medical reasons, and one 
natural, all natural boob. And it was really nice because she had no feeling in the fake boob. So you just focus on the one boob. Oh my God. You didn't have to be like, you didn't have to be like, am I spending too much? And now I know at 36 years old, <laughs> half the time they can't feel anything anyway. So I shouldn't be worried about how much no, boob it Oh my God. If that's the lesson you're taking from this, I have a problem. I'm just saying, I thought it was nice. There was one sensitive boob. So I'm like, ooh, I'm doing great work over here. Not all fucking tits are made the same, Hashtag dude. not all boobs. <laughs> Exactly. I think our takeaway is like some people love it. Some people are like meh, some people are like it. meh, and some people flat out don't like it. I've just been wasting my time trying to spread yeah. out my attention. It could have just not. This is all. I didn't realize this was just for me. Have a conversation. I would have been a much more selfish lover. <laughs> I'm also telling of the good time, news. There's a question about if wearing body glitter gets into your pores and gives you skin cancer. Spoiler alert, it doesn't. It doesn't. So keep wearing that body Can glitter. Can I plug girl. up those nipple pores and then you end up with there glitter milk? There are no pores in your nipple. Oh, there are pores in your nipple. <laughs> There's, There's definitely there pores. pores. That's where but... the, 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 wait, the, I am such an idiot, but the, the, the milk doesn't, does it just come out of the one hole? There's like pores, right? Like I, I, don't know. I don't know. I'm There's, not a parent. That's why. Wow, you guys don't know anything about your own titties. I, I'm pretty you know sure what? there are like the different <laughs> little holes. I I don't, but the like the areola. I think that there are multiple holes. Yeah, no, I, think it's like, like, I don't think it's like one big geyser no, hole. Once, it's like there's like a few. Once I was at a strip club with my friend, and a nursing stripper lactated on my friend, and it was it came out of various areas like a sprinkler. So yeah, I don't exactly. Think it's just, oh. I don't think it's just one hole. But if there's any parents, this out there, is embarrassing. Tell us. You know so what? A I'm not embarrassed body. about the fact that I don't know about lactating nipples because I'm never going to get pregnant yeah. or have a kid. So I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Is it weird that I was the one who knew the most about lactating boobs? You did not know the most I about lactating mul- boobs. Multiple holes. <laughs> multiple holes. You're still thinking that you only have to focus on one boob. So you know what? Take the a one seat. One had no sensitivity, so I didn't even have to focus on the one boob. Oh my God. Because apparently the other boob could have been just like, it you was f- sensitive. It, but it also didn't care. You fucking, no you frightened me on so many <laughs> levels. Uh, this, oh, so we actually didn't act, get to the question. The question that they wrote into 17 was, one of my friends told me that wearing thongs will lead to hemorrhoids. I wear a thong every day and I need to know if I should stop. And their response was, hemorrhoids have nothing to do with your choice of skivvies. They don't. So I think it's a good question, you know. Yeah. The, there was a lot of misinterpretation about thongs in this time. And or just they were also wildly popular. <laughs> yes, yeah. they were. They were. Whale tails, that was a whole thing. Oh, yeah. Like with thongs Guys, above the I think we've learned one lesson. Talk to your sexual partner. Because I've been dating Andrew. I'm still <laughs> mad about this. I've been dating you for like eight years. And I'm just finding out now you get no pleasure from any boob play. Oh, yeah, my sorry. God. What have I been doing with my time? I've been here, down here, been like, I'm doing a great job. And then it's like, <laughs> it's been nothing. Oh, my God. Thongs won't give you a hemorrhoid, but these things will. Straining during bowel movements. Sitting too long on the toilet. Being pregnant, inter- anal intercourse, and a low-fiber diet. So uh, I was uh, looking up, actually, the history of the thong. Because I was like, what is Oh, I thought you were the history of hemorrhoids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? Maybe for next episode. I did. So I did have, like, my first experience. And I was so scared that I texted everybody I knew. And I was like, First experience with what from that list? Hemorrhoids. <laughs> oh, okay. 
so and I was like super freaked out and I texted I think I texted Andrea I definitely texted Lauren <laughs> and I like texted just a whole load of people and I was just like can I ask you a question about your butt I swear <laughs> it's not weird this is a bridge too far for our listeners it's horrible but if you just use the creams it won't work you have to manually push it back up into your butt the hemorrhoid yeah and oh, the wow. I didn't away, like, right away. <laughs> it's horrible, but it's true. Uh, like, you can apply creams after that, but if you just let it sit out, you ew, have to like, manually ew. push it back. No, up. I didn't do that. I swear to God it's true. Well, what? I never did that and it went away. So. Yeah, it would have went away faster if you pushed it back up in your butt. <sighs> well, now I know to text you the next time I have a fucking hemorrhoid. <laughs> um, yeah, send me a, send, just FaceTime me. <laughs> Okay, so... Did you have something to say, Brianna? Ah, I forget what I was going to say. You know what? There. It's fine if you just want to sit there looking horrified. Hope you're not fine. eating while you listen to this podcast, people. I think I was going to ask questions about like, oh, so if you have hemorrhoids and you're still... Or if you wear a thong, would that help? <laughs> no, it would help if the thong was like... It, it would help and hurt because it's very itchy and the thong, if you constantly like grab it like well, a seesaw. Well, I think that's what she was asking about. And it's used to scratch. Have you worn a thong while having a hemorrhoid, James? No. <laughs> but I've had a hemorrhoid and it was very, very unbelievably itchy. Like yeah. The kind of itch that goes deep into your soul. Like that's what a yeast itch. infection feels like. Welcome yeah. to being a chick. Yeah, but you can't just reach up in there and you can't. There's no like source for a yeast infection. Yeah, does that make it kind like of a worse? a localized yeah. source where it's right there. You just like fill You just. This sounds like <laughs> like a clitoris. Oh my uh, god, uh, no! This isn't how I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry, Brant. Brianna, this isn't how the show yeah. you <laughs> Anyways, back to the thong. We literally the reason why we got onto this is because we've literally, literally never talked about hemorrhoids yeah, on this show. About hemorrhoids. It's Don't the last frontier. No, no, no. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It happens, but yeah. I th- is the hemorrhoid the clitoris of the butt? <laughs> no, it's very much not. The it's opposite. It's yeah. the actual fucking polar opposite. I'm like, don't touch that <laughs> <laughs> but i guess it's also not really a common teen problem yeah, i don't I guess. think that's Maybe. that whole people yeah. thing i think mm-hmm. but this t- that was a big thing in the 90s i remember them saying always saying if you sit on cold pavement you get a hemorrhoid I yeah that's what i heard life. and i sat on a lot of cold pavement you also shouldn't sit in the toilet with like your like pushing like just letting your butt prolapse because then you get a hemorrhoid <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so anyways it's true it's horrible but it's, it's true. true no it's it happens like just get clean up and get out of there this like, is the Dr. Phil of segment of the yeah. podcast everyone seems to get a kick out of my country slang so I was looking up the history of thongs and they actually made their appearance at the 1939 World Fair wow and it was actually a requirement because there was new dancers and the mayor of New York Fiorella LaGuardia Hey, most Italian name I've famous, ever heard in my life. Very famous mayor of New York, probably mm-hmm. the most famous. Uh, burlesque dancers at the time realized that too much coverage would be bad, so they created a G-string to continue flaunting their butt cheeks while technically obeying the laws. Cute. Before that, they wore like bloomers, like boxers, as while they were dancing, which I think is. I guess it could be sexy. It depends I on love bloomers. Back. Remember when flying into LaGuardia was the worst thing? Now you got to fly into New York. Oh yeah, LaGuardia. That's it's a fucking from. nightmare. I get it. I, I mean, people it. used to be like, "Oh, flying into JFK. Oh, I got to fly into LaGuardia. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. That sucks." <laughs> but now you fly into Newark, and it's ten million times worse. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then they also became- relatable content. <laughs> they also became popular in the '70s when Rudy 
Gernreich invented the thong bikini. Who he was Rudy know. Giuliani. You That's I fucking knew <laughs> you were going to bring that, that up. Other New York I knew name. you were going to talk about Rudy Giuliani. Jesus um, Christ. Mayor LaGuardia required them, and Rudy Giuliani <laughs> did what? Uh, and then it, that was popularized by Jerry Hall wearing the bikini in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. And then Fredericks of Hollywood, which I guess was kind of like, they're not around much anymore, but in the 90s, they were like the Victoria's Secret of like lingerie, huh, sexy I wear. don't remember that. They might have been more of an American company. I think they're still around but they were very popular and more scandalous yeah. I think, yeah. too. Well, this is the thing they were sold next to edible underwear crotchless panties and were called themselves scanty panties wow. y'all, y'all, y'all you guys like Frederick's Hollywood Victoria's Secret have you checked out the Sears catalog <laughs> <laughs> that was my 90s uh, lingerie <laughs> choice and a pair so if any of you can guess, and it's not Britney Spears, which celebrity caused thongs to be part of a national discourse in the, I'll uh, say, 1996 to 98? I was going to guess Christina Aguilera, but no. that's too I'm early. I'm going to guess Howard Stern. No. Wait Damn a sec. It. Who am I? Pam Anderson? Nope. Monica Lewinsky. Oh, oh wow. In the course of revealing Never would have guessed that. I did not have sexual relations with that woman in 1998 they noted that in the course of her flirting she raised her jacket in the back and showed him the straps of her thong underwear okay i'm calling i remember that no i remember that in the like yeah nobody was wearing low-rise jeans in 1998 how could unless your thongs hiked up to the middle of your back there's no way that you could see it with your pants well you go you're trying to seduce bill clinton you go into the (laughs) uh the, the 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 closet the um where you keep all the the, the papers and the and the thing is just go into your skirt and yank up the side. She's okay. wearing pants. It's clearly said. Oh, so, she's wearing pants. How would that work? Exactly. Yeah. It's Good. fake news. Wow, you're better. You're a better <laughs> journalist than all those journalists in 1992. Yeah. Eight. 1998. Also, I love Monica Me Lewinsky. And then, of course, you know, the thong song, Britney Spears with that low-rise jeans thong combo that is coming back for some godforsaken no. reason. The thong over the jeans? Like, oh, or like pants? underneath, but like whale tail. It's all, coming back. All I fucking want is a moment in time where I can wear the full fucking bloomers and have them coming <laughs> up over my jeans and not or have boxers. it be embarrassing. <laughs> I have to roll down my underwear sometimes so that nobody can see them. And now these fucking bitches are walking around with thong whale tails. Ooh, Whatever. Bo- are like boxers, like big boxers, like baggy jeans coming back. I like that look. Like That's a, a like, like Tupac. Like, oh, I was thinking, oh, Aaliyah. yeah, Leah. Like well, Tupac. for the... For, the for women, that is a good look for women. I do, I like it. Yeah, do that with your bloomers. There you <laughs> I go. I could do that with my bloomers. <laughs> also, I apologize for calling people fucking bitches. It just makes me really angry because I don't wear thongs because they give me an itchy asshole. <laughs> Show <laughs> off your bloomers you with your baggy jeans. <laughs> yeah, at least fashion they- <laughs> now. Uh, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, the wide-legged pants are coming back. Yeah, I'm alright. But with I that. don't. I don't know yeah. if I like like the real. You know when you had jeans, especially in 2001, where it was like a tiniest zipper ever, oh, like yeah, one inch the zipper. Tiniest zippers. I can't get yeah. back on board with that. It's no. Like, that's I have it. a belly. It's Guys, not I have happening. to empty my diva cup. I really have to go to the bathroom. So <laughs> if you come place. out in fucking underwear and your goddamn robe, I'm gonna freak out. He's gonna have a thong halfway up his back. <laughs> okay, he is actually going to the bathroom. But if you have a change of clothes in that bathroom, I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs> He 
actually did do, in our last episode did a wardrobe yeah. change and came out in a robe like a Hugh yeah. Hefner robe and tidy whities in a Bon Jovi <laughs> boot wow yeah it was Lauren's farewell episode yeah so she got a special surprise she did it was funny I was fine with it but yeah no I'm not a fan of thongs Me neither. Um, I find them so incredibly uncomfortable I always have yeah Same. some people find them like them but maybe it's like some people have sensitive nipples <laughs> and some don't yeah some people... I've got no feeling nipples and I hate thongs yeah like yeah but a butt shape or anything has to do with it too for me I'm like... for me it was for me it's like I've always had a bit of a belly on me I've always me had too. a bit of a, bon- a paunch and when you wear thongs I could just see the bottom of my stomach yeah. past the the under the, the line and I was just like uh, not that that like looks you know like I just for me personally I was looking in the mirror and I was like oh that looks kind of ugly and like Dude, not that it and that was wearing high-waisted underwear for a long time for a reason because they look good yeah and they are slimming and they're comfortable and I like boy shorts too I wear boy shorts all the time or I wear like the cheeky ones like the like oh, that the have cheeks? the more fuller body like the the more like fuller bottom but like it covers everything at the front that yeah. I kind of want it to cover. Fredericks of Hollywood sponsor us. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. I would love it. But, um, but yeah, thongs never, they just, for me, I never like looked in the mirror wearing a thong being like, Ooh, I look sexy, but it's <laughs> like, but I would, I, but when I look at myself in the mirror and I'm wearing a boy short, oh, yeah. I'm like, Oh, I, I look super fucking looks. cute. Yeah. It's weird that underwear hasn't changed. Like their thong was like the last frontier of a new underwear style that was really popular thongs the final frontier i don't has there been any changes in underwear technology since then big revolutions no (laughs) no but like i've noticed that amongst gen z's it seems like a lot of like thong like bathing suits is like a thing it's popular yeah yeah i've noticed that a bit more i'm like whoa daring i mean Sure, I feel comfortable with your body, ass. but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, the thing. the bathing suit thing is always something that was kind of what weird I missed, guys. I'm back. I didn't bother to wash my hands, so I was such a hurry. <laughs> and then you just wiped your nose. Are God we still on it. the titty milk segment? Like, get <laughs> no. over it. It's time to end this. <laughs> we can end. We can end it now. We'll figure out a way to end it. It's fine. Titty milk, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Titty Ship Lactate. Its continuing mission. Massaging and new sensations. To boldly go where no Titty has gone before. love that song yeah it's a rare it's a rare us using something that isn't appropriate to the decade yeah but, uh, <laughs> it works for this segment though um so that song i looked up beautiful people and fucking ed sheeran came up first i'm like <laughs> i am old okay I'm ironic <laughs> yeah because <laughs> he's not a beautiful person oh don't you know what of all don't the things we can be, yeah don't be don't shame him because of his aesthetic ed's appearance. doing Fine. <laughs> He's that is fine. true. He does not give a fuck. He I, is not crying over this. He's not like ugly. He's no. just like not a Did beautiful you guys person. Go through a That's his shtick. That's part of his shtick. Like I'm not. I'm a normal looking bloke. 
Yeah. You know, he's not like a beautiful, he's not like a, that's like fair part enough, of his presentation. Some people love gingers, just like some people like their boobs rubbed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my fiance is a ginger. Yeah. So oh. he, but he is better looking than a cheer in my books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not that you can't, you yeah, know, no. be, you don't have to be. And if you're listening, we love Prince you. Prince Harry worry. is doing a lot charm. of work for ginger relations. Yeah. As long as we I found him not great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a William man. Pre-hair loss. I sent out a text earlier this week to a couple of friends because I was really bored at work and I was just like, I wonder what my like 100% A plus type is. This Was this the same text you sent the hemorrhoids to? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's my other group chat. Um, but I was like, I think, cause, and we talked about this on a previous episode and I think my type is like a young Joseph Stalin, <laughs> but... If Seth Rogen was playing him in a oh. biopic, <laughs> <laughs> so I would Imagine like fucking Seth Rogen and hits you with the. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he doesn't. I don't want him to. I don't want him to open his mouth. But like, I want the dad bod. I want the dad bod, but like young Stalin face. I always had a crush on Seth Green. I thought he was super cute as a ginger. The Interesting. Tiny, yeah. yeah I the liked tiny his, little guy? Yeah, I liked his face. I, I liked his face because he looked like a lesbian. So <laughs> I definitely have a type. It's 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 short, dark haired. Me. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Yes. I always had a when I was like Look a kid, through my exes. <laughs> I, I had a crush on Yule Brenner. Who's yeah. He's look him up. Etcetera, etcetera, etcetera. Yeah. He plays like the Pharaoh in the Ten Commandments. Yeah. And, yeah. He's oh, bald? the king in the see. king and I. He's I see, intense I see. and bald. Yeah, yeah I can see that, dude. Bald, Absolutely. I like a real serious brow line. Yep, for sure. He looks like Billy Corgan. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but they're not Billy Corgan. Maybe that's unfair. What is up with that name? Yule Brenner. He's, he's, he's English. No, he's Russian. He's Russian? Yeah. He's a Russian-born film and stage actor. From England? Like, Russia? he's born in Russia? Yeah. Huh. But then it was very problematic in that they're like, you'll be the king and the king and I, even though you'll. you're Russian. <laughs> you'll be the king and the king and I. His agent always said that. He was like, I know, that's my name. <laughs> anyway, um, so that Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson... <laughs> Sorry, I just is, realized how off track I got there. Oh, no, Brenner. we all Continue. did. It's we totally fine. So in this issue of Seventeen Magazine was in November 2001, which was probably issued, you know, or printed maybe about like three or three weeks after Halloween. And they had this one article called Welcome to Hell. <laughs> Can a haunted house really do any good? So this whole article is basically about this weird thing that, evangelical Christian groups still do to this day. And it's a huge thing that they do. They still fully do it. Um, as far as I can see, but they would do haunted houses around Halloween that basically show people what happens if you're a sinner and it creates a hell house. So they make like a hell house and basically you walk through it and they show in different rooms, things that will lead you to hell. Yep. That's the thing. Yeah. They, (laughs) Huge. I just pulled up an article on Vice about it. Yeah, we should post and this photos. Is fairly, this is fairly recent. It's only two years old, so apparently it's still going on. It's still fully going on. They cost about like $13,000 for these people to put on these hell And houses. the candy is the Eucharist at the end. <laughs> I would not at all be surprised because at the very end of the hell house, you are met with like... By the way, Catholics aren't fucking with hell houses. That's already... We call that a church. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't get a Eucharist at the end. No. 
but anyway so this whole article talks about how um the basically they talk specifically about the abundant life christian center or alcc in colorado and they talk about how the congregation basically puts together these hell houses every halloween to kind of like as a scare tactic in order to like basically sort of brainwash these kids that are coming through and basically say like this is what's going to happen to you if you continue on this path of not accepting jesus christ stop into your life scared, stop scared straight boobs. in more ways than one exactly <laughs> and they would have and the article goes into talking about how there is there is like a room of like after an implied sex scene one man is shown dying of aids as oh after, after a satanic wedding between a man and a man yeah it's they, well no specifically it said uh oh yeah so yeah you're right so it says uh at alcc that point is pounded out through elaboratively invented often frightening pageantry in 1999 alcc portrayed a marriage of two gay men with satan presiding we are gathered here how'd today. they get him what are they famous <laughs> <laughs> we are gathered here to make a mockery of sacred matrimony after an implied sex scene one man is showing dying of aids as satan yells kill him kill him I would love to see this recreated by the like a queer community. Yeah, it's totally. yeah. I mean, if you awesome. could get Satan, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, he's a little pretty, pretty busy, busy that time of year. He's pretty busy during during Halloween, and then in the last year, in in there, they also have a a weird, really weird scene in one of the more like shocking ones of like an abortion happening, and then at the end, and in this they have a photo in this article that's literally a mother meets the child she aborted in hell. It's insane. Why is the baby in hell? What do you do? <laughs> exactly. The baby is supposed to be in limbo forever <laughs> until Jesus comes again and frees all the non-believers in his second coming, the yes. righteous unbelievers. This, Come on, read your Bible, people. In this Vice article, they are like, they do it this I deceived this girl first getting her hooked on Harry Potter, Magic the Gathering, and Dungeons and Dragons. I know. That's oh. where it all starts. Oh, my God. All these Christian nerds are like, oh, God. yeah. <laughs> dream girl who doesn't exist. Well, you hadn't read Harry Potter before, but now you're yeah, going to be into Now you need to read it. You oh need to God. read it. So, yeah, they basically equivalently, like, this is almost like when they do, oh, I don't know if they have this in Canada, but in the Ooh, States, they tap have, my manas, <laughs> Christian they, boy. They have a uh, driver's ed and they show you these horrible, like, like, like car crash scenes to like prevent you from drinking and driving and speeding and all that kind of stuff. So that's basically what this is. Yeah. But it'd be really weird if you just accidentally went there. Like, yeah. Halloween, Which like, fucking Whoa! happened. I, re I read an article about hell houses and it was like this one woman, because you have to buy tickets to these things because they put like a lot of money into it. They hire actors. They do like all full on costumes and makeup. They have like sound effects but real guns like of people and people shooting each other and this one woman was like walking like was coming through with her like child and was just like oh I'll take my kid to a haunted house for Halloween it looks fun because the thing is is that all this crazy shit is happening but it's open to everybody like no matter what oh, the age. ironically I mean haunted houses to attend a Halloween are like $20 this costs $6 yeah <laughs> so if you don't want to get into the Christian mumbo jumbo relatively inexpensive Halloween holiday <laughs> experience. Back then, maybe. I think it was probably like, I think I read an article like recently that was like, they're up to 20 or something Oh, like do you want to go down to figure out what that $6 is with inflation? <laughs> no, I go. don't. I never want you to figure out inflation. But this woman took, the, oh, fuck, he's got a calculator out. Um, <laughs> 
But this woman took her son through and her son was like 11 and basically she thought it was just a regular haunted house and then when she found out what it was tried to backtrack and they wouldn't fucking let her leave for health and safety concerns. That is the number one rule of a haunted house. You're allowed to yell chicken so they come and get you and take you out of the house. Exactly. Have you guys ever been to one of those like in Niagara Falls? I never have. They're so scary. I went into one in Niagara Falls and got so scared that I left through the emergency exit and ended up in the gift shop. <laughs> and I like walked out and there was just like three people looking at buying something off the wall right beside me and I was like I was so scared dude they're fucking honestly terrifying yeah they're I, very scary there's one I went to that you it's completely dark and it's all red there's only red dots on the ceiling that you have to like follow that that's how you get yeah. through the dark and there was like a holographic what looks like a car coming towards you like it's gonna run you over yeah you have to like crawl through this tunnel and people are like grabbing you by your legs and like yeah. they're honestly so fucking scary hey there economics fans no <laughs> we're back uh, if you spent six dollars at a haunted house in 2001 November it would now cost you eight dollars and 72 cents <laughs> all right awesome. what a deal yeah, USD <laughs> and the and then like in the fine print it's like cannot leave <laughs> that's what you're paying for but um, I, my I, life is a living hell so <laughs> out of this question how many of those Christians are in my life now so have they avoided my life I don't know you gotta answer that for yourself bud so the reason why I, I picked this this article to focus on and because a because it's fucking bonkers um, but also B I like literally googled creepy shit evangelical Christians do to people <laughs> And do you guys remember the big thing about 10 years ago with purity balls? No. Yeah, where it like... Uh, you talking yep. about no nut November? No, not even <laughs> That's close. That's a terrible lame But joke. maybe it would be like a dance organized by like a church, presumably, or a youth group, and you would girls would go with their dads, yeah. oh, but they'd have like a God. purity ring, and you'd wear yeah. like a white dress. Oh, a purity ball. I was thinking like, I was imagining like the ball from like Labyrinth or something. I was imagining... <laughs> A testicle balls <laughs> that didn't so ejaculate. Go, purity then, balls. But no, so no. basically what happens is basically what Brianna said was that you have these like. Brianna. Pure, sorry. Sorry, Brianna. And then Brianna. people do it to be all. My grandpa. Sorry. Me on, it's Brianna if you're nasty. <laughs> my dad. Or sorry. My grandpa called me Andrea my entire life. And it's Andrea. And I never yeah. corrected him. And then he died. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but so like so like brianna said and Bri- brianna sorry potato potato yeah <laughs> like brianna said it, it, purity balls are this weird thing that they do and i i'm i'm making it sound like it's more popular than it actually actually is i don't think they do it a lot it's a father-daughter dance and it's like this weird thing where they go to a ball together and she's dressed in a ball gown and he's in a suit and they do a dance and then they sign a weird fucking covenant where the like the father promises to protect his child's purity and then she promises to remain pure quote unquote um up until she's married and so that whole purity ball is supposed to be and that whole covenant is supposed to be this thing that they do and then that covenant lasts until the father gives the hand in marriage to the husband. So weird. I remember, I think there was something on the news about it. And then my, my dad, who I'm like close with, who's like, this is so creepy. It's, oh. like, it's so like, you know, creepy. like, marry your dad. This yeah. makes me weird. so uncomfortable. I have to mention this. But in the news recently, T.I. subjects oh, I his daughter yeah. to annual OBGYN hymen checks yeah. to Fuck make sure she's still Which a virgin. Which is so stupid because you can fucking break your hymen 
we've talked about virginity being but a we don't but anyway. we don't even need to talk about it because yeah. literally all it is is like some dude being a gatekeeper for his kid and like I, I we you know like we can talk forever about it I don't really want to get into take it take your purity but... balls and go to hell yeah okay? I mean I don't think they do them anymore like uh, like huge like I don't do I don't think they, I don't think they do a lot of them anymore but it was just this like really like Anderson Cooper did little the did they know all it. their children are having anal sex being like <laughs> yeah, <we're, laughs> that's right. an actual thing they're like we can have anal sex but I have to save my vaginal sex for marriage yeah that's a thing certain christians do but then they had this weird thing where it was like the the dad would give the daughter a necklace with a heart on it and she'd give him a necklace with a key and then when she had when he handed her off to like her husband he watches and she, stays in the room he like that. gives the key necklace to the husband it's uh, so fucking weird this is all creeping dangerously Cringy. into a Pornhub genre. yeah <laughs> Oh my god! I don't even think it's. It doesn't even need to be Pornhub to be it's kind so of much fucking worse weird. Than exactly, yeah. but yeah, it was just this whole thing where it's like this scare tactic and this whole um, like idea that it's very black and white, and especially with like the Hell House, it's very black and white. You're gonna go to hell unless you do this one specific thing and live your life this one specific way, and it just is so fucking. Well, weird. why is this in the Seventeen magazine distributed to so many young women, and they're doing like some. Fox News fair and balanced bullshit. Yeah. Like this, some teens say this sucks, but here's this. And by the way, the teens who say this sucks are just teens. And then when they say the people who say this is good, this is Dr. Blah, blah, blah of the blah, blah, blah Institute of Christianity. It's like they get credits. Yeah. Yeah. This is a particularly weird article. I mean, I guess it's good that they're bringing it up as an issue, but they Mm -hmm. interview a lot of, yeah, like, teenagers like, fair and balanced Liz Liz 17 says like this isn't the right thing for a church to do like stuff like that it's basically yeah. all the 17 year olds in 17 magazine are like we don't like this but yeah. they, like it's yeah. just a one pager Wait, you mean you don't like being traumatized and then, and then yeah all everyone normal person is like this is a terrible thing for a, a, a church to be profiting off of horrifying people mm-hmm. and then they give the last word to of course, uh, the guy from the creepy yeah, Christian community exactly. with his credits being like, nope, this is a great way to get people involved. Yeah. Fair it's and so balanced. Weird. And the magazine, and it's in a section called What's Happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, Who like, knew? It's, what, it's what's happening. Who knew? <laughs> what's up? And then uh, welcome to hell. Exactly. And then at the very end, it's like, is Hell House a trick or a treat? 17 for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. And all the teenagers are like, no, we don't like this. Yeah, it's like, no, we absolutely don't like being fully, fully traumatized, like walking through this fucking house. But then again, what if? It's, it's what's happening. How many of them are in hell now? You don't know. There's no way to verify. Oh, my God. Except that 2019, we now live in hell. So yeah, exactly. The, hell, the world is on fire. See you in hell, motherfuckers. What were you saying? So it, basically what this kind of like what the purity ball thing kind of reminded me of was I was like I went through the Catholic school system in elementary school and, and in, again in high school. Um, and we used to we did the sacrament of confirmation, which is the, the sacrament that you take in grade eight while, before you go into high school. And you have like a sponsor who's supposed to help like lead you through your life on your like, you know, your destiny to God or your relationship to God or whatever. And then after we were confirmed, we had our like last like went to the school gymnasium and we had our last like party for the year. And then the party, party. started. <laughs> 
it was like a dance party yeah. it was stupid um but <laughs> the, the the first dance of the party was everybody dancing with their opposite sex parent so i danced with like i had my first dance with like my dad everybody dance. yeah exactly <laughs> but it was so weird and then like you know like the, the the boys in my class would like have their first dance with their mom or whatever but we it was never like a purity ball everybody was embarrassed everybody oh, was just yeah. kind of like laughing and treating it as a joke and then afterwards the parents left and it was just a party for kids yawn here's what my school did <laughs> they took us downtown i've told the story before but it was a long time ago oh, so fuck it's a good they story took though. us downtown toronto to a weird christian outreach homeless shelter with a guest speaker former gay male prostitute who oh told us the story of his tales of being a gay male prostitute this is so uh, this guy came up to us and he was like, uh, uh, he was a gay prostitute, and he said to us, "So guys, bitch, you all think being having gay sex is pretty cool? None of us did. We were all <laughs> a bunch of homophobic uh, suburban high school yeah. students. But hey, just in case one of you happens to be gay and wants to have a fulfilling sex life, let me try and terrify this out of you." Then they took us on a whirlwind tour to various bars around the city, being like. There's where the boy prostitutes hang out. There's where you get boy prostitutes. They're, that's what that was their shock and awe tour. You what? told us this. I'm just sitting like, there like eeny meeny miny mo. <laughs> you told us this. Make on me like some the, money. You told us this on like the sixth episode of Girly Mags, yeah. and it's still a story that like I always kind of I don't know if I'm just forgetting or I'm blocking it from my memory because it sounds horrifying. Yeah, we we didn't we didn't do any of those half steps that Archbishop Dennis O'Connor. <laughs> You went full <laughs> horrifying trauma. Oh, dude. That's like an IRL hell house. 56 at the John Academy. Oh my god, that song. takes me back. Yeah. I love, no, still love Buffy. Oh man. I When Andrea brought out like her whole like incel poetry, <laughs> <laughs> um, it reminded me of notes that I used to like, that my friends and I used to send each other in class. And like, I found a bunch of them. Unfortunately, I threw them out, but um, I found a bunch of notes and it was literally all of us talking about plot lines in, in Buffy. <laughs> like it was so nerdy. Oh, that. I love it. Spike? Oh, come on. <laughs> he turned into a bit of a creep, but uh, he, he was awesome. <laughs> what did the actor do after that? Creep stuff? Yeah, creep stuff. Oh, he ended no. up writing. He wrote, like, yeah, he wrote this, like, really. We, we've talked it? about this before. I don't know if we talked about it on air, but not Joss Stone, um, but James Marst- Marston, the oh. guy who played Spike. Mm. Apparently, he went on to write some really weird fucking song about Michelle Trachtenberger, who played Dawn. Wasn't she underage, too? She was, she was, she was younger. Young she yeah, show. she was younger. She started it when she was, like, 13, I think. Mm. But he ended up writing this, like, real weird, like, like song about her or whatever. So, like, it was, I don't, I don't know. He got a little weird. Nicholas Brent. And yeah, just seems five shit. seconds away from like not, you know like not being here anymore yeah. and like it's yeah that whole so i think that like allison hannigan turned bones out fine. did okay <laughs> bones did great david boreanis is actually like 
I don't mind that guy, but uh, he's still pretty hot. He too. was bones, right? Angel. He did bones. He did he bones. bones. Yeah, he, he did bones. bones. Yeah, he did bones. Now he's yeah, he did uh, bones and he did a couple of other things. But uh, yeah, they just that the whole cast is kind of like Buffy's kind of just or Sarah Michelle Geller and uh, and Freddie Prince Jr. just are kind of doing this weird cooking show thing or whatever. <laughs> but they're still together. I, yeah, are. I, I love, love it. A few Hollywood couples from that time, and they're so cute. I feel like I read somewhere that Freddie Prince Jr. basically wrote a cookbook because of all the recipes of food that he used to make when he was trying to help uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar through like a disordered eating episode or whatever oh, to like so give her food. I'm like, oh, they're my fa- one of my favorite couples. I love those two. Well, the whole reason we're talking about Buffy is because Sarah Michelle Gellar is on here in her Buffy stance and it says, are you kicking demon butt? Or reading men's minds. I don't or know. are you going to hell? Yeah. I, I don't know. This is not a Halloween themed episode, but there's no. a lot of spooky shit. Yeah. Also, that's a weird, like, either or. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the quiz is basically called Check Your Super Skills, though. Yeah, Check Your Super Skills. Oh, so you could be you, you could, could be, be reading mind minds and kicking butt. So yeah, what I think either. they're saying is like, are you gonna be a slayer or are you gonna be like a witch from Charmed? Is or this whatever? another sneaky thing from the Hell House people being like, <laughs> maybe you've been pretty hot and heavy with your boyfriend? <laughs> will you renew your relationship yeah. with Christ or will you burn it out? <laughs> okay, well let's see what okay. this is about. <laughs> uh, your low rider is a little lower than usual. It's got a flat. They're not talking about your jeans. <laughs> That's I what I thought. That too. <laughs> your solution. Pull out the spare and a jack and get to it. Call AAA. The number is programmed into your cell phone. Probably a Nokia, like 3310. <laughs> uh, run home and convince your stepdad to come fix it. Bold assumption there that my parents aren't still together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty accurate. That's pretty uh, try to remember what to do by tan- channeling Mr. Tetrazzini, the shop teacher. Uh, I think I would call AAA. <laughs> you notice your neighbor's tabby cat. That's the cat. I kind of was like, my tabby jeans? <laughs> yeah. Or it's stuck in their cat. oak tree. It's probably like our cat. You shake the branches until the cat flies out. <laughs> B, keep walking. You're sure he will come down soon. C, build a ladder out of branches, climb up, and voila, free cat. Or D, start purring to the cat and attempt to talk her down by using her own language. They really changed the pronouns. What the fuck? <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't fact check. Neighbor has an oak tree. Your stepfather's doing pretty well for himself. <laughs> I was going to say, like, oak? Very specific. What neighborhood do we live yeah. in? Yeah, they're really painting an elaborate your picture Your mom moved here. on pretty well. I mean, yeah. your dad's been drinking a lot, but... Uh... So, yeah, you either shake the branches, keep walking... Build a ladder or start purring. I wish I would build a ladder out of oak twigs or yeah. whatever that. Uh, I think I would try to to the purring method to okay. like that's D. Talk, yeah. talk her down. Crisis! The pie you made at home is burning. There's smoke <laughs> coming out of the oven in Mrs. Hoogle's ears. I don't this know who that is. Mrs. Hoogle. Is this like a whole? You created a whole cast of characters with <laughs> your stepfather. Uh, you rip the extinguisher off the wall and break the glass door of the oven with your fist. Who has Bam! Ex- Pow! <laughs> Crash! Uh, sense big trouble, a.k.a. Miss Hoogle is coming your way. Time to dash. Fuck! Miss Hoogle? She's the owner of the oak tree! Yeah. <laughs> Scream, fire! Run! And take off. 
Or D, try some moves with the sinks hose that you remember from Backdraft. Is this a home ec class? I have no idea. There's an explanation. Oh, yeah, it said home ec. Sorry. Home ec, okay. The pie oh. you made in home ec is so you're in class and you've literally oh, so you're punched through an oven. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I was at home and I was like, what's <laughs> going on? I'm going to, me neither, but I'm going to choose the boom crowd. Boom, boom crowd? Excellent. Is that, is <laughs> that attached girl. to the fire extinguisher one? It's the same answer? Backdraft no. was like an early 90s like firefighter. Oh, movie. I know all about backdraft. Okay. She didn't, though. Andrea didn't. But the breaking the oven door somehow is also the same That's answer. That's a real backdraft fire- situation. Yeah. Because you add oxygen into the fire. It'll, like, if you've watched backdraft, you know <laughs> not to break that glass. Don't add oxygen into add it. Add oxygen to the well, fire. Don't change your answer. She already picked eight. But the first one, but that's just because that's also what you also have a fire extinguisher. Oh, yeah. You in smash, that one, you too. Right. Yeah. Fire extinguisher. There you go. All right, A. All You're right. a badass. Just seems right. the most wise. <laughs> when the pimply preteen tear one table over at the food Did court. Say pimpin' preteen. Pimp, pimply preteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> one table over at the food court starts choking on his Chinese food. You a give him the Heimlich maneuver, forcing the egg roll and some of his organs to go flying. <laughs> b no, he's faking. He wants you to do CPR. Ew. Way to victim blame. <laughs> yeah, really. He has. He he's the one who he still gets pleasure from his nipples. So okay. he wants to do some. He wants to do some preteen titty play. C get some water. Dial nine one one. Flirt with his big brother and find a doctor in the mall. That's oh. a big combo of all those things. Yeah, one is giving the Heimlich. One is go get some water. What? Well, how many options is that? There's like four. Call a doctor. All in rapid succession. And says. flirt. Yeah, and, and flirt. flirt. Or D, run over and yell, I know what to do. My sister's a paramedic. Wow. Well, I'm tempted to choose the answer that's like five things at once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> choose the five. Uh, I did take uh, first aid, so I'm going to say Heimlich. Give him the Heimlich. I like you being honest about what you a. do. <laughs> not what's the coolest answer. I'm not some ladder building. Yeah. <laughs> flirting. Faker. Miss <laughs> like, that guy's faking. Fuck you. And he just dies. Now this is in Bo- This is happening in Boston? <laughs> this guy's a faker. Fuck you. <laughs> cool town show time. You perform taekwondo kicks. Hiya. <laughs> <laughs> That's so embarrassing. I had a professor that did that last year. He showed no. us his karate moves. And he's no. like a huge nerd. Oh my God. I was, I've never been so embarrassed in my life. I would leave. I would I leave where I would melt under my desk and just like into a little fetal ball. I'm 32. Just I guess you, you don't want to be taught how to defend yourself <laughs> oh by God. this educated man. <laughs> um, He's a medieval history buff too. Oh, oh what a little context. dork. He's I love it. Oh, I love it. Uh, B, palm tarot and crystal ball readings. This Ooh. is the talent show. C, oops, I did it again. Your Brittany is so good. Or D, uh, a speed read of Romeo and Juliet. A speed, speed read. Oh my God, that'd be the worst taste. This is what you do in a talent <laughs> yeah. show. So you got I, Taekwondo, crystally wishy shit, palm tarot and crystal ball readings, Romeo and Juliet rendition or oops i did it again or sing a song i'm really <laughs> stuck on just the concept of this speed reading yeah. like, <laughs> like hi my name is romeo hi my name is julia one of i love you i love you too here's some poison guy. here's some poison too because all of our yeah, families hate us the end there you go i just did it yeah. also am i answering this as myself in 2001 yeah, uh, myself okay now. <laughs> in 2001 i probably would have sped read some me from Shakespeare. Oh, are you oh, a wow. theater nerd? Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. 
Drama major. D. Drama. You're assigned to the last lunch period and usually faint with hunger by cafeteria time. You A, tough it out. This is great training for your stint on Survivor. B, telepathically project yourself into the earlier lunch period. There's some <laughs> mystery shit. No problem. Uh, C, finish this huge exam under 10 minutes so you can leave and start chowing down. Or D, think like Gandhi and consider yourself on a hunger strike in protest of late lunch hours. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Very telling of its time. Oh. Wow. Go ahead and okay. compare yourself. I'm going to say the weird uh, telepathic. telepathing one. Just cause. Okay, that's B. To be or not to be, whether it's noble in the mind, to some of the slings of the natives, or his forces, or by opposing them, uh, end them, or fuck, I fucked them. You guys annoyed. Uh, last question. Your pocket is full of nothing. Well, maybe some kryptonite. What will you do for money? Stack two by fours at the Home Depot. Keep playing the lotto. You know you're going to win next time. Become a bike, bike messenger. You'll deliver faster than a speeding bullet. D, read Donald Trump's autobiography <gasps> to get money-making tips. I'm the master of the deal. No! Yeah. <laughs> First, you have to inherit two, like a millions of dollars. Yeah. Then you have to have a bunch of, a bunch of failing businesses <laughs> and have a net worth worse than if you invested your money at a basic, like, just generating stock amount. Yeah. Wow. wow. The very telling of its time. I still told. freak out when people are just like, Donald Trump, yay, in some of these articles. Well, man. this is 2001. A uh, few of the magazines I've seen have Ivanka Trump as the, even in Sassy, because she's as the, the model. This is 2001. This yeah. is after he'd been failing for a long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. This isn't like 80s Trump Tower Donald yeah. Trump. This is like post multiple failed casinos Donald Trump just before apprentice Trump yeah but after it saved his just career check, are you yeah. Trump supporter Brianna <laughs> it's about time yeah, to yeah, say that. you have to check but, uh, <laughs> no I am not Andrew Shear, yes oh Paul God, Trump no no, no Andy Shear. wait did you say Paul Trump yeah <laughs> I said Andrew Shear, which I got right then I said did I say Paul Trump you did say Paul I Trump meant- <laughs> <laughs> I meant Donald Jr. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so yeah, you oh, yeah. you either work at the Home Depot, you play the lotto, you become a bike courier, complete with one of those cute little hats, or you read Donald Trump's autobiography. <laughs> Is a cute little hat a helmet? You know what? <laughs> oh, they have those cute little bike messenger hats with the flipped up rims. You know what? Just because you said cute little hat, I'm like, I oh, want a cute little hat. <laughs> That's C, right? Just yeah, care way too much about riding a bike like no one cares. <laughs> okay. I don't care if we lose our bike master listeners. Math. I hate them. Okay, so you got mostly A's. <gasps> what does which this is mean? Superhuman strength with oh. a picture of Buffy. Sweet. It says, imagine if you can't find a parking space, you could just pick up your car and put it wherever. Says Devin Grayson, a comic <laughs> book writer whose <laughs> credits include Batman, Gotham Knights, and X Men Evolution. But wait, so. But you would still need a space to put the car. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. Shuck it somewhere. That's someone else's problem. You can put it up on a roof, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Put it up in the tree with the cat. Exactly. Well, maybe you're not that strong, but like Buffy, you kick ass. Be careful, though. You don't want to hurt someone you're trying to help. Like your neighbor's cat. <laughs> Keep your strength under control. And remember, knowledge is power, too. Wow. wow. <laughs> that went to like a PSA announcement type yeah. of thing. Also, these are the credentials you have. A comic book writer. And like, usually it's like therapist or like sex advice column. You know, I'm a comic yeah. writer from the 90s who's never touched a woman in my life. Like, <laughs> you know, exactly. Take that, 90s comic book writers. <laughs> well, I feel, yeah, really. Do you feel empowered? Right you feel empowered? Absolutely. Okay. You and Buffy are basically the same person. Yeah. Totally, right? Ah! 
woman. It's been a while since I could hold my head up high. Thank you for joining us for Thank another you. episode of Goily Mags. Uh, you can find us on Instagram if you don't already follow us at girly.mags. Twitter, girly underscore mags. Send us your embarrassing moments, your diaries. Your weird sex questions, you freaks. Yeah, your weird sex questions, your experiences with hemorrhoids, whatever you want us to talk about, we want to talk your, about it. Your, your, your Facebook videos of you just shoving those back up in there. <laughs> no, you could leave those. You could, you can we don't need those. those. Uh, James.holler. James Holler on Instagram. Yeah, James has Send been. Uh, Marilyn Mansplain, you've gotten a couple of listeners off here, and he's very happy about it. He's like, ooh, it's a girly mag Am I? Am I happy about yeah, it? Am happy. I happy about anything in my life? <laughs> <laughs> a couple of our followers made fun of his new mushroom cut, so yeah. he was happy about that. Yeah, so check us out. Also, we're going to start releasing Patreon at a $1 level. Patreon. Patreon. (laughs) Patreon. $1 level for all you freaks out there. There's going to be extra segments, magazine scans, girly mags vids, extra content. And we also wanted to thank Brianna Templeton for being us a guest today with our superhero. Yes. Thank you so much much for coming. Thanks so much for having me. Um, You can find me on the interwebs uh, at, uh, on Instagram at Templeton Phil uh, for the Templeton Philharmonic. And we've got Twitter under that handle too. And Facebook, all that jazz. Awesome. You can also sign for audible.com. None of your business. None of your business on audible. If you've got an audible account, and, uh, Sign up with a caption code Marin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Templeton Philharmonic. We also have a monthly show at Bad Dog Theater. If you're in Toronto, come on by. That's at the in last the East End, isn't it? Uh, or West? It's uh, like Bloor and Ossington. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm thinking about a different one. Then. There's also a Mad Dog Theater. You know, that's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm thinking about. Uh, can we about. ask them to clean up their window presentations? You can see behind the bar from the window. You're and thinking I find of that buddies and bad ugly. times. No, it's a bar. It's it's the it's the bad dog, mad dog, some dog, comedy mad bar. dog 2020. Malt from liquor. the window, you can see behind the bar of all their like placements, which is fine. I just. Come on. James is on his soapbox. (laughs) Love you guys. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Bye. 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 Bye